our superpower is allowing you the ability to make your ticket sales more accessible to all and increase those ticket sales so that you can get more butts in the seat and have a greater impact in the world. How are entrepreneurs like us daring bravely to build a stage, ditch the sweatpants, and step up to the mic? How do we create our own transformative events so we can get our message out into the world in a bigger way that's not only profitable, but it's actually something we can be proud of? That's the question. And the answers are inside this podcast. My name is Sarah Pfeiffer. Welcome to Green Room Central. Today, I brought into Green Room Central Studios Chase Craft. He's the CEO and founder of My Abundant. Chase has been involved in the coaching and personal development space for over a decade. The bulk of that time spent starting and scaling Mommy Millionaire, a coaching company he and his wife Kayla Kraft built together. His time and experience in the coaching industry led him to create My Abundant, a buy now, pay later alternative financing company for coaches. His passion is to make personal development accessible for everyone no matter their financial situation. He's a father of three wonderful kids and enjoys spending his time watching his boys play hockey and being his daughter's biggest cheerleader at her musicals. While Chase doesn't personally host events, he supports those who are hosting events by providing their event participants flexible payment options for purchasing event tickets, allowing hosts to convert more ticket sales by making it more accessible for people and also giving them working capital up front from those ticket sales to help offset the hard cost of the event. Hey there, Chase. Welcome to Green Room Central Studios. Say hello to Lynchpin Nation. Hey guys, excited to be here. Thank you, Sarah, for having me on. Oh, I'm thrilled that you're here because I'm super excited to share about what your company is up to because I think, I think it's a game changer in the digital product personal development space. Thank you. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited to share. So let's get into it and talk about your superpower. I always like to ask people, what is their superpower as it relates to events and you kind of have a very unique one. So give it to us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so as, as some of you know, uh, my company, My Abundant, uh, we offer uh, buy now, pay later uh, alternative financing for the coaching industry. And, uh, you know, our, our superpower um, as a company, and this is some, a mission that I had when I created this company, is we, we make your products uh, and your vision and your message more accessible to, to all. Um, and that is the mission uh, at My Abundant. And I really think that our superpower is allowing you to uh, have a greater impact in the world, uh, getting your message into more people's ears um, and getting those butts and seats at events, uh, which is so important. Uh, because you're on a mission to create value into the world. You're on a mission to create more impact with the people that you come in contact with. And the way that you do that at events is getting butts in the seats. And our superpower is allowing you the ability to make your ticket sales more accessible to all and increase those ticket sales so that you can get more butts in the seat and have a greater impact in the world. Oh, that's so beautiful. And I think it really hits home for me because... Uh, my life was changed by getting into the room mm. and it was at a personal development event. And prior to that, like I think I was age 36, I didn't even know rooms like this existed yeah. and it was life changing. And, and just to underline that within 10 months of being in that room, I had paid off all debt that we'd been sitting under for 15 years. I had moved my family across the country and left my corporate career of 16 years. Wow. I mean, those are massive shifts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and sure. started my own business. And it all came from getting in the room. And I just can't imagine where I'd be right now if I wasn't able to find my way from a finance pers financing perspective into that room. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, I had the funds, but I know there's so many people whose lives could be changed if they were able to pay over time. Yep. And not every event is going to be a low ticket where it makes it easy to get in the room. And, and that's by design. And I think, especially even at the higher tiers, there's when, and when you get further up in this business, the ticket prices go up naturally. Yeah. And I think VIP it, options, the whole right, thing. Yeah. Right. And I yeah. think it makes sense to have financing options. Uh, we'll get more into it in a little bit, but For sure. 
that is kind of my story of how I got started into this space and how just being able to fund getting in the room changed my life. What I would love to know is like, what's the story of how my abundant got started? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my experience and my story of being in a room and, and getting into that first event um, started a little over 10 years ago. Um, and I attribute that, uh, that intro uh, to my wife, mm-hmm. Kayla, um, who is amazing. And she was the one that kind of, you know, pioneered that, if you will, for our family. And uh, I was that, um, you know, that resistant husband uh, didn't want anything to do with it. Didn't want anything to do with personal development. We, we got started in network marketing. Um, that was, that was kind of our intro into entrepreneurship intro okay. into the personal development world, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, one thing that, that, that network marketing companies do really well is, is they throw amazing events and they're, they're loud, they're energetic, they're a little bit on the, you know, crazy side, uh, especially from an outsider coming in. And uh, I remember sitting in that first big, uh, you know, celebration event that they have. They have their big um, global event every year. I think there was like 13,000 people in the room. Wow. And, and I was, you know, totally new to this world, totally new to entrepreneurship. I was working in the oil fields at the time, uh, working for my dad in Bakersfield. And uh, I remember sitting in that room going, these people are absolutely have lost their minds. Like the, this is like, what are people talking about of, of, you know, manifesting and dreaming and, and going after your, your dreams and all this stuff. And I'm just like, I'm just so content with, you know, with being in, in, in my job that I have and working my long hours every, every day and being away from the home and all that stuff. And, and so, um, but there was a pivotal moment in that, in that, uh, event that I, that I particularly remember. Um, and I just remember just kind of sitting back and going, what if, what if this could be for me? You know, mm-hmm. what if, what if I could, you know, open up my heart and open up my mind to, to think what else is possible for my life. Um, and from that moment, it was like, okay, I came home, you know, I think, I think Kayla had been in network marketing uh, for a year, maybe two years at that, at that time, I was super unsupportive didn't help her at all. You know, would tell her oh. that she's crazy, all that stuff. Like I was, <laughs> I was the typical, unsupportive husband, um, you know, probably to the 10th degree. Um, and I remember coming home and just telling her, all right, I'm, I'm in with you. Like, let's Mm. do this thing. Um, because I really caught the vision. I caught the dream. I was like, okay, you know, this, this could happen for my life. This could happen for my family. Um, and that, that totally changed the trajectory of both of our lives at that moment. You know, obviously for her, it, you know, just lit a spark underneath her to, you know, she was killing it without me, but having my support, being there, even though I wasn't involved in building her business, helping her build her network marketing business at the time, um, I was supportive. I'd be, you know, I would have the kids whenever she needed to host an event. I would, you know, I was supportive of her traveling and going and seeing her team and all that kind of stuff. And so that just completely changed the trajectory Mm -hmm. for our family. Um, you know, and just, and it all started at that one event that I caught the vision, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned that because, I, I did the same thing. So I was, uh, I went to my first personal development event and it was just unlike anything I'd ever seen before. And it definitely turned me away from being a skeptic about all this personal development stuff and woo woo and it, you know, totally dialed in. And I came home just like lit on fire. And I told my husband, I, I, I need to get you into one of these rooms because I don't even know how to describe what just happened and what's going on inside of there and the type of people that you're going to meet. And so a few months later, the the mentor that I had gone to had was putting on another one and we got our first babysitter ever and uh, had and went away for four nights to this uh, event. And it was like he came home the same as you just like, wow, <laughs> this is I'm, I'm all in like, this is crazy yeah. how, yeah. um, how life can change in an instant. Yep. So for, for those of us who might be like me, who are not familiar with mommy millionaire, uh, share a little bit about, it sounds like she's your, your wife started in network marketing and then made a jump to something else. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, at that time at that, uh, of that event, I think it was like 2012, um, 2013, maybe. 
Um, and, uh, you know, her business started really doing really well with network marketing. Um, and obviously I came on board and, and was being very supportive, but I wasn't involved in the business at all. Um, and then she hit a point with her business where it was like, you know, I was working for my dad at the moment, um, or at the time. And, uh, he would always like get on me. He was like, dude, you have to like cash your checks in. Like I have to reconcile my, my, you know, banking and accounting and all that stuff. And you're, you have four checks sitting in my office waiting for you to pick up and, and, and cash because she was making so much money with network marketing that it was like, I didn't even, we, we didn't even care Whoa. about what my, what my paycheck was at that point. And so I was sitting there going, okay, and this was 2014. Um, Did your dad and, know? Oh yeah, Why? he knew. Okay. Yeah, he knew. Okay. Um, you know, he, they didn't, they didn't understand like he's, you know, my, my, our family business started by my grandpa in the, in the seventies. My dad took it over in the nineties. Um, you know, very traditional business owners. Um, they have no idea the, the digital marketing or digital you sure. know, entrepreneur space. So they were yeah. just like mind blown that we could even, you know, make all this money, you know, basically <laughs> talking to people over the phone and online, right. Sure. Um, showing up with a, with a personal brand. So social media was pretty new at the time. Instagram was pretty new at the time. It was just like the wild west. Um, and so, uh, you know, in all that, we were, I was actually at an event in 2014. Um, that was another event for this network marketing company. And I was golfing with, with the, uh, the founder's son um, and a couple other guys. And they were just like pouring into me like, dude, you know, there's, you have so much more for your life. You have so mm. much more for your life, right? And, um, you know, again, another thing where you're just surrounded by the right people, you're in the right room. Yes. And so, you know, they just furthered my belief in myself, furthered my belief in my family of us being able to, um, make something more for our lives. Um, and at that moment, after that event, I told Kayla, I was like, I think I need to join you in this. I think I'm going to quit my job. And wow. I was positioned with my dad to obviously be the third generation, yes. take the, take the helm. You know, um, I was 24 at the time. Um, I'd been working for my dad since the day I graduated high school. I was, you know, very well known in, in my industry. I was, you know, ran one of his, um, divisions of his company at the time, general manager. Like I, I had, you know, the keys to the kingdom basically. And, and I really just feel called that I had more, um, for my life than, than, wow. than this job. And so I, I came home and I told Kayla, I was like, I think I need to do this. And, and, uh, July of that year of 2014 or 2014, um, I left my job with my dad and, and joined her, um, in the network marketing world, um, and started helping her build that business. Um, quickly found out that that wasn't my thing. Uh, I wasn't a network marketer. I was great at, uh, managing people. I was great at training and all that stuff, but man, I couldn't recruit to save my life. That was like, not my thing. Um, and so, you know, went through that massive identity shifts in my life, right? Like going from, you know, having, uh, you know, a purpose within, you know, my job working for my dad being very, very well known. I had, I was managing 30 employees. Like I was the man. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then quickly went into, Oh, you're Kayla Kraft's husband. Oh, that's cool. You know, <laughs> like it was a massive, you know, so I went through a couple of years of like, who am I? What is, what am I supposed to be doing? I, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of just like, you know, trying to fumble my way through this entrepreneurship thing. Am I, am I an entrepreneur? I don't know. Like, you know, it's a, it was a big, um, life shift for me for those, um, couple of years until we, um, until we started mommy millionaire. And then I kind of like found my groove a little bit of like, okay, I can build a tr more of a traditional business. This is, feels more in alignment with me. You know, Kayla and I both came on board of like, Hey, we're going to build this thing together. She's obviously, you know, being mommy millionaire, she was obviously the, the front facing, um, yeah. you know, product, if you will. Um, but I really took ownership of all the back end stuff. So I was basically acting as the CEO of the company. I was hiring our employees. I was developing our managing or our, our marketing efforts. Um, you know, you know, taking her vision and essentially putting legs to it was kind of, you know, my role in that. And, uh, we built a very successful company, um, with mommy millionaire, mommy millionaire was basically, you know, 
um, a, a online coaching brand for, for, uh, entrepreneurial moms. Um, okay. and it kind of opened up to women, um, you know, in general, but we, our, our main focus was, was moms, um, that wanted to build their own personal brands that wanted to build online businesses, you know, kind of, you sure. know, the natural progression of that was a lot of the network marketing women that wanted, you know, something more than network marketing, wanted to build their own brand, have their own coaching products, yeah. that kind of stuff was a, was a kind of the transition for us. A lot of our clientele there. Um, and so, you know, we, we built and scaled that, that company to a multiple seven figure, um, you know, online coaching business. And so that's how I kind of got my background in, in, uh, in the coaching industry, um, you know, which then obviously led me to, to start my abundant. Um, but I've been, I've been a part of the personal development and coaching industry for a very long time, um, through obviously the network marketing and, and then transitioning into building mommy millionaire. Yeah. So I can really see through your story why you're so passionate about making personal development accessible and that being yeah. the ethos of your company. Absolutely. Um, I get that. And I, I just, I resonate so much for that with that because it just, it's just mind blowing to me that I didn't know that the personal development space existed before age 36. Yeah. And I think that's way too late. And I would have made high school so much easier <laughs> yeah. if I had just had some confidence and just like some tactics in my tool belt in that space. And yeah. you better believe it that when my kiddo is age appropriate to get in the room at a personal development event, we will be there together. Because well, I what's just cool feels... about parenting, you know, being a parent, you're able to able to start instilling that kind of stuff in their subconscious mind. Oh, right. Like, so true. Um, you know, my, my oldest is a, is a, is an athlete. He plays, um, you know, a very high level, um, of ice hockey and, you know, part of his development as an, as an athlete, as a, a elite athlete is the mind, right? Yes. We, we're constantly just, you know, giving him those tools in his tool bag to deal with, you know, you know, sports anxiety and, you know, giving him yes. confidence by, you know, uh, all the tools in the personal development industry that we learned, um, to now, you know, raise, raise our kids that way. So it's, it's almost as if I, like I practice it every day because our, um, uh, I, I believe in therapy for everybody in the family now. <laughs> and uh, my kiddo's therapist was like, well, just start sport sports casting what you're doing and how you're thinking through things. And so then I'm using what I'm learning in the books to that I read and, you know, with my therapist and in the courses that I've taken in the rooms that I've been in to just like be able to sports cast my way through my day. Yeah. And um, in doing so, we just like have much deeper conversations about all sorts of things like that. We j I just never had growing up yeah. and yeah. I could just already see how it's making such a massive difference. And it's, it's so exciting as a parent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it really is. It really is. It's, it's cool when you see them start to pick up on that stuff without you even having to, you know, foster any of those types of conversations, you know? Yeah. Um, so I want to shift a little bit and talk about when you started noticing inside of your company with your wife that there was a need for an alternative financing option for people who are buying event tickets or retreat tickets or someone who's buying a conference ticket or a digital course or any sort of like online program. What, yeah. what were you noticing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so obviously, you know, we started Bondi Millionaire and, and one of the, one of our big, um, you know, products was that we did annual live events, um, that were so powerful. Um, but yeah. as you know, and as probably a lot of the listeners know, you know, there's a lot of, 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 um, barriers and a lot of hurdles that you have to go through when hosting your own event, right? You have to, yeah. you know, pay a lot of money up front to secure hotels, to secure rooms. If you're offering room blocks, you're paying, you know, uh, the event planners, the, the stage production team, the AV team, you know, yes. securing speakers. If you're having to pay speakers, right? Like there's a lot of expenses that come with, with offering, um, you know, your own, your own live events. And it was something that we were passionate about because we knew the power of people getting in that room. Like it was so evident when Kayla would get up on that stage, like people's lives were going to change. No, no doubt about it. And we've got to physically see it. Like it's hard when you're a, 
when you're a digital entrepreneur and you're selling coaching products, group coaching, you don't really get to see those, you know, one-on-one transformations that people have. But when you have people in seats in a live event and you're, you know, getting to physically see people have life transformations before your eyes, like it just gives you the fire that you want to, to continue to, to do that stuff. But there's obvious barriers, right? You, you need working capital in order to, in order to secure, um, you know, all those expenses up front. And then you're hoping, okay, I hope that I can, that I can, you know, secure enough ticket sales to at least be, you know, like even when, when the yes. event, you know, comes right. <laughs> like I, I want to be out of the red by the time that, that first day of the event, but a lot of times that doesn't happen. You're giving tickets, tickets away to fill seats and you're, you know, um, a lot of people want to come, but they can't afford the ticket. You know, they can't afford the, the, the ticket price plus the hotel, plus the travel, plus right. everything else. Right. All of a sudden a thousand dollar ticket becomes a $5,000 weekend because you have the food and the, the travel and the, and the stay, Um, and so, you know, making that more affordable without you actually having to offer your own payment plans for that, because obviously that's, that is kind of what's common in the industry. Um, that's changed. It's changing over the last couple of years, but it's most common that, that the hosts themselves and the coaches themselves offer their own payment plan, which then comes with another, you know, uh, multitude of different issues, right. Of, you know, people defaulting on payments. What do I do if somebody isn't paid in full by the time the event happens? I need to tell them that they can't come because they, you know, defaulted and, you know, now people are asking for refunds and cancellations and it's just, you're not good at collections, right? That's not your expertise as a coach, right? Your, your, your expertise is showing up and, and transforming lives and you just need people to get in the, get in the room. And that's where I really saw a need in the industry a couple of years ago, um, back in 2020 was, you know, I didn't want to have to offer, you know, at that time we weren't doing a ton of live events, but we were doing, um, you know, coach coaching certification programs. We were doing, um, you know, one-on-one coaching, we were doing, uh, group coaching, um, stuff. And so we had a lot of high ticket, uh, high ticket offers within the mommy millionaire. Um, but we were really struggling with the fact that I wanted to completely get out of the payment plan, um, worlds, right? I wanted people to pay me in full. I wanted that working capital up front and I didn't want to have to, uh, you know, manage any of the payment process anymore and having those awkward conversations with people that, you know, are, are in a financial, um, you know, struggle at that moment or they can't pay me, you know, it just becomes once you involve finances, finances along with, you know, the personal development and coaching, it just gets muddy and weird. Um, and so I was like, okay, I need to find a better way to, make my products accessible for people. Cause obviously if I just require people to pay me in full, I'm going to limit the amount of people that I can have impact Absolutely. on. Right. Um, and so that, that sent me on a mission within for mommy millionaire. I'm like, I'm going to go find somebody that can, that can help us with this. Right. I'm going to find alternative financing options for me to, um, you know, make my products accessible for people and still, um, be able to capture that revenue. But I went on that mission and, uh, did not succeed. Mm. Um, I tried, you know, all of the, the different affirms and Klarna's and, and went to local lenders. And I, I spent about a month trying to research something that would, uh, work with this industry. And at the time there was nobody, um, or at least I wasn't able to find anyone at that time. I, I think it's, I mean, I still run into this every single day that there are people that do not know that this industry even exists. And obviously I was one yeah. of them for 36 years. Yeah. I, just not yeah. not even an awareness. Like I am aware that there's people in the world who are stock traders. I'm aware that there's people who are trash collectors, but like I did not even know that there was this personal development world where people had online courses and they had like events that I could go to. I just didn't even know. And so I imagine that the financing world is kind of like that where an a firm probably was like, what are you selling? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is that yeah. even? <laughs> Whereas like well, and- I used a firm when I bought my Peloton, it was like very, and I'm sure that's an easy thing for them because they're like, oh yeah, it's like a physical thing. We can, we know what it is. Like if this is normal, people buy, have been buying, you know, sports equipment for their homes, exercise yeah. equipment for ages. But this different. 
Well, what makes it hard from a lender's perspective um, in this industry is uh, one that you're you're not getting a, a, a real physical product um, yeah. at the end of the day, right? So, like a, you you mentioned a firm, right? You you get financing a firm for a phone, right? That you have your phone in your hand. I can I have a physical product here. I can't deny that I received this. Yes. Um, and so, from a lender's perspective, you don't have a physical asset or product. It's very subjective, right? A lot, and and then also the the uh, you know, the product that you're offering is dependent on you as the coach showing up and offering that product and that service. Right. Yeah, and the I consumer use, even like totally the consumer it. showing <laughs> up, right? It. Like it's, 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 it's so subjective. And I always use the analogy of Tony Robbins, right? If I, if I was financing Tony Robbins, you know, for one of his, um, uh, UPW. Events, yeah. Yeah. $10,000 ticket price or whatever yeah. it is. Right. Um, and then all of a sudden Tony Robbins passes, are, I'm going to, as a lender, I'm going to have a big problem on my hands because people paid for that ticket and financed that ticket to go and see Tony Robbins. And even if his understudy is just as good, it's not Tony Robbins. Yeah. Right. So his whole business is relying on Tony Robbins showing up and, and doing his, you know, what, what product and service that he promised these people. So mm -hmm. from a lender standpoint, it's, it's very high risk and, and subjective, but so for people that don't know the industry and don't know the, the, the characters involved in, in offering these, these products and service, it could, it's, it's a heck no for them because it's, there's too much risk. Um, so that's where, you know, me being in the industry for so long, knowing the industry so well, I yes. know, I, I always say that I'm, I've been in the industry long enough that I'm one contact away from pretty much anybody in the industry, you know? And so I have, you know, I can vet people. I can say, you know, Hey, you know, my, one of my best friends, Chris Harder. Hey, Chris Harder. Can I, you know, do you know this guy? Oh yeah, I know him. He's great. Cool. Like yeah. I, I can vet the process a little more because I'm, I'm, I'm immersed in the, in this industry. Um, and so it allowed me the capability of like, okay, I think, you know, this is less, less risky for me, right? It's right. less risky for me because I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I know it. Like, I know what these coaches want. I know what the coaches need. I know what the consumers want and need. I know how to provide that service for them. Well, I know you know, like I've said, I'm one contact away from pretty much anybody in the industry. I'm well connected. Like I, I can, I, I can limit my risk in this. Yeah. Um, and so that's where, you know, when I, when I started going down the road of trying to find a lender that would work with us and I couldn't find anyone, I was like, well, shoot, like this is a big need. Obviously if I'm looking for it, other people are looking for it. And why don't I just start it on my own? I'll just become a finance you know, guy for the coaching industry. And little did I know that that was a, a big, you know, bite to chew. Uh, <laughs> I had no, I had no, you know, prior experience in finance. Like all I knew was the coaching industry and I knew that there was a need and I needed it and I wanted it. Therefore yeah. I knew that other people needed it and wanted it. And so, you know, I, I, you know, got thrown to the wolves, if you will. Um, and so it took me a while to really, um, you know, figure out the product that I wanted, figure out how to, you know, one of the biggest things for me is I, I wasn't familiar with the finance industry. I didn't know how to, how to go and get capital in order to give these people working capital. Right. Um, you know, in order to be a lender, you got to have money, you got to be right. a bank, um, or you got to be networked with other lenders and banks where you can kind of like broker their products. Um, sure. and so that was my biggest hurdle when I started this, it was like, I can, I know what I want to build. I know how to do it. Like, but how do I get the money to lend? Like if I'm a lender, I gotta have, I gotta have money. Um, and then I, I started coaching with, um, my good buddy, Gerard Adams, um, who probably a lot of people know, um, very well known in the coaching industry. We, he, we, I started coaching um, with him for mommy millionaire at the time. Cause I was still involved in mommy millionaire, um, and building that. But I had this like little thing over the side of, with my abundant. That was like kind of a pipe dream that I knew what I wanted to build, but I had no idea how to do it. Yeah. Um, and I was in Gerard's house and I started telling him about this and he was like, bro, like, what are you doing? You need to stop whatever you're doing. Mommy millionaire, let Caleb, you know, take the reins on that, hire someone to do your job in my millionaire and you need to go and run with this. Cause this is genius. Um, and he said, it's like, this is life changing for this industry. Like you need to go. Yeah. Um, and it was at that time. And then he said, you know what? I have the perfect guy for you. I need to introduce you to my buddy who's in the lending industry. Like he is going to be, if he doesn't like want to be a part of this with you, he's going to know how to connect you with the right people to be a part of it. 
Um, and so right then and there, he dialed the phone, got on the phone with, with uh, my partner now, my partner, Chris uh, Gravania, and we started chatting. And within 30 minutes, I had a, I had a flight booked to New York to go meet him there um, in like two weeks and flew out to New York. And it was like a bromance right off the bat. Like we hit it <laughs> off, you know, and, um, you know, by the end of that four day trip to New York, we were partners and, and the rest is history. Like we, you know, we, he's, he's a, he's a great dude, wealth of knowledge in the lending, lending industry, been in the lending industry for, you know, over a decade. And he really just has helped me, you know, take my vision. And he's also in the personal development industry. That's how he knows, um, uh, knows Gerard and is connected with him. And he's really invested into the personal development industry as a part of the, the Tony Robbins, um, platinum, uh, club and all that stuff. And so he really caught the vision of what I was trying to do. And he was like, dude, we can have so much impact doing this. Like, let's run. And so, you know, from that time, and I think that was like the end of, um, uh, 2021, uh, to now, you know, we've, we've, you know, built a bunch of tech. We, you know, we have our own capital. We don't have to, you know, go out and, 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 you know, work with other, other lenders and banks. We are the bank, um, which is so powerful for us because we get to control, um, how we spend our money. Um, you know, we're not subject to lenders and banks that don't know the industry that aren't connected to the people that don't, you know, at any moment, those other lenders and banks can say, you know what, we, this, this industry is just too foreign to us. We're going to pull out. Right. Um, we're, we are the bank. We are the ones that make that decision. We are invested into this industry, you know, a thousand percent. And so, you know, that's, that's how we, that's how we got going. Okay, so I'm a super detail-oriented, like, operations kind of girl. So I would love to get into how this works so people understand how they add this into their current payment flow for their events. And I, last time we met, we were talking about seeing if we could make this podcast a reality. I had you show me what it looks like. And I was so impressed because one of my biggest soapbox moments that I have with event ticket sales is I, I, I love it when business owners understand that the less friction between I want to buy the ticket and I've bought the ticket, the better. And, yeah. you know, like we can wait on their tick on their t-shirt shot size until after they've <laughs> pressed the buy button. hundred percent. And I think that's, it's hard for some people to, to get past, but I know that it increases conversions if we can just, just get down to just exactly what's needed. And yeah. obviously adding in, uh, basically so get it taking on a loan in between that process of like, I want to buy and I bought, uh, can perhaps bring up some, um, unease for people going, Oh, how would that be easy? Or is it going to add too much friction? And I've seen it and it doesn't add yeah. hardly any friction and it's easy and it's almost seamless feeling. And so I love that, but let's talk about, so we've got our event, we got it up for sale. And normally I'm a Kajabi user. I would just put the event up for sale on Kajabi and it would be the ticket price, or I'd perhaps have a secondary offer and it would be like three easy payments of whatever. But if I'm doing the, as you call it, financing it myself by putting the three payment option out there, uh, then I don't get any money up front. I have to wait. Well, I get the probably the first payment up front and then I have to wait for the other two. Meanwhile, I'm accruing expenses for this upcoming event, like having to put a deposit down at the hotel, uh, perhaps having to pay uh, for some speaker fees or buy swag, whatever the, the case may be. So talk us through now, what, what do we do? to then use my abundant and how does that, what pressure does that alleviate for us? Yeah, for sure. Um, so when, when I built this, I, I, I didn't want to reinvent the wheel. Mm -hmm. I knew what worked in, in, in other industries, um, particularly, uh, like buy now, the buy now pay later industry. So I, I had seen Klarna, I had seen Afterpay, I had seen Affirm and, yes. and PayPal and all those things that have started to realize that consumers want, um, they want speed mm-hmm. and, and, and they want, uh, 
you know, it to be easy for them to sign up for something, right? And to, and to, you know, do the new, the new layaway product, you know? And so when I, when I had the vision to, to build my abundant, I'm like, I don't need to reinvent this wheel. I need to just take all the great things about those other products that aren't offering services for this industry. Yes. And I need to adapt it to what that is. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of what we built, right? We, I always, you know, use a firm as kind of, you know, the, cause most people know kind of what a firm is. Yeah. Um, if you don't, it's basically just a, uh, a payment plan version of, of, you know, for the retail industry is kind of what a firm is. Right. Yeah. It's like um, you can pay with MasterCard or Visa or discover or a firm. <laughs> it's like, just becomes anybody, a choice, right? Anybody yeah. that's bought anything online in the last two years, We'll know, even if you don't know what a firm is, you've seen it, right? It'll say, I was you know, buying... I can buy the t-shirt for $12 yeah. payments, right? Um, I was buying groceries on Instacart yesterday. <laughs> They're like, but you could do it. I think it was Klarna on Klarna for, you know, extra yeah. easy payment. I'm like, no, Crazy. Um, it's groceries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't Airplane, need a payment plan. <laughs> hotel stays, like it's, it's, it's taking over the retail online yeah. buying experience, you know? And I think all of this kind of stems back to... Um, it back to Amazon, right? Amazon kind of changed the way that consumers buy and everybody's just kind of been adapting to that and finding new ways for, um, new, easier, faster ways for people to make purchases. Um, and so that's kind of the way that we built it. Right. And, and then I took my experience from, from the coaching industry and from, uh, being a digital marketer for many years of, I want to remove any barrier that I possibly can to get conversions. Right. Yes. When I was, when I was in working, um, mommy millionaire and doing all my, you know, digital marketing stuff, it was all about my conversion rate. Yes. Like how, what kind of, I'm going to change copy. I'm going to change colors. I'm going to change all these things. Where are the buttons at? Where are the pictures at? Like you just, it's just all testing. Right. And I love everything that's coming out of your mouth right now. <laughs> yeah. And you're just changing as much as you can all the time to try and increase that conversion rate by a half a percent or a percent, you know? And so, um, so with that in mind and that experience, I was like, okay, I need to build something that isn't going to con affect conversion rates for my clients when they're dealing with digital checkouts and it, you know, the, the friction and the barriers aren't there. It's really easy. It's really, um, fast, right. Um, for people to, to make a sale. And so we built a product for that, right. We built the, a firm, if you will, for the coaching industry. So it's instant checkout. Um, there is no waiting time for approval. Uh, you know, your clients, we, we even have, you know, our branded buttons just like PayPal or Apple pay or all those yeah. things where you can add onto your checkout page, um, for people to, to, uh, you know, purchase with flexible, flexible payment options, right? We kind of position it as, as a payment plan, if you will, kind of like a firm does, right? You can sign up for this for 12, you know, $12, four payments for $12, right? Yep. Whatever that looks like. Um, so, so that's the way that we built it out. Right. So they, you know, your, your client, you have the, the, the button on your page, on your checkout page. So people can either, you know, pay with their credit card and pay you in full for, you know, a thousand dollars, or they can make, you know, 12 easy payments of whatever. Um, and then they, they click on our button and we build out customized, um, um, URL links for you. That's, you know, custom with your branding, um, and our branding and your client goes through the process. It's super fast and easy. Um, they get automatic approvals right then and there on the checkout page and they can convert and make their first payment. And then they're back into your program, um, you know, within, within minutes. And so there's no wait times. There's no, we, we actually have a hundred percent approval, um, product. Um, so anybody that goes through, th through the link, gets approved for, for some sort of a payment plan. Um, and we have different payment options that we pay you out on the back end for, for different levels, um, you know, tiers of, of, of credit worthiness of your clients. Sure. Um, but I really wanted to, I didn't, I, and the reason that we kind of built out the hundred percent approval model is, is I didn't want, I, I, I created this so that I could remove the payment plan process from the coaches, right? I didn't, I, coaches are not good collectors. We're most of them are too, um, empathetic to be, good payment collectors, right? They get, you know, yeah. they, they have, they have such big hearts. They want to help people. And in turn, a lot of times they get taken advantage of because they sure. aren't, you know, good payment collectors. So I didn't want to kick someone back to the coach and say, sorry, I can't approve this person. Now you're going to have to figure out what to do with them. Either you lose that revenue or now you're back in the payment collection business um, that you shouldn't be in that you're trying to get out of. That's why you're working with me in the first place. Um, and so I wanted to, you know, eliminate that. I wanted to eliminate the, 
the ability for a client to get cold feet, right? If there's a wait time, you know, they submit an application and there's a 48 hour wait time for them, them to get an approval and say that, say I gave them approval after 48 hours. Well now, now they've sat on it for 48 hours and they decided it's not for them. Right. right? And now you lost a conversion. So I tried to eliminate all of those things with our product. And that's kind of, you know, I think my experience in the coaching industry really helped me um, in building a, a really good product for, for this industry in that way. Oh, I, I'm, I'm hearing it. Every, everything that you've thought of, the level of detail that you've gone into thinking of this uh, and how to build my abundant really tells me that you've like you've lived and breathed this industry. You get it. And yeah. that's so cool. So then what you're saying is that let's say we we offer the full pay on our nor, in our normal channels but then we offer the payment plan via my abundant and then my abundant then takes care of all of the servicing of that payment plan so if someone yep. misses a payment you handle reminding them or working on the collecting like so that's just completely out of our hair. Is that, is that yep, how it works? That's exactly okay. right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We have a full, we have a full in-house collections and retention team. Uh, we have a full legal team in-house. Um, so as soon as that client makes their first payment mm -hmm. through that link and they have, you know, you make a conversion and that pro that person's either has a ticket to your event or in your coaching, uh, coaching program yeah. or whatever that may look like. Um, we handle everything from there. Um, so any payment, uh, collections that ne are needing to be done, payment reminders, updating credit card or, or banking information for payment, um, you know, methods, all that stuff is handled by us. Um, wow. you just, you just get ACH bank transfers into your bank account. So it's, and you said yeah. most of the time then you get the, the coach gets paid up front for the full price of whatever was sold. Sometimes if the credit worthiness was a little bit lower then it's like over time. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty helpful then for getting those deposits paid <laughs> for the yeah. upcoming event. Yeah. 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 We have, we have a, we have a few different ways that we pay out. Um, and it's all determined on, on the credit worthiness of the client. Um, and so, you know, prime sub, or prime and super prime clients, obviously, you know, those are great borrowers. We give you money up front for, and then, you know, some of the subprime or, you know, super subprime, mm -hmm. um, you know, we pay out, pay out a little bit differently. Um, but either way you're, we're managing the, the payment process. You're getting working capital up front for, you know, some of your payment plans, um, yeah. you, you know, rather than you offering all your own payment plans and just, you know, having extended receivables for, you know, foreseeable future. So, um, it really, our, our goal is, and we're constantly trying to fit because we are the bank, we have the flexibility to constantly mold and form that to what we feel that our coaches need. Yeah. Right. If we, you know, obviously our goal is to get as much money into your pocket as possible day one. Um, and so we're constantly trying to find, uh, creative ways, um, for us as a lender, because we are the bank, um, to mitigate our risk. Obviously our, our main goal is to get our money back, right. As yeah. a lender, that's uh that's a, our main goal. Um, but also, you know, mitigate our risk, but also give you the options of having more working capital up front. So that's, that's our goal. Um, you know, and we're constantly going to the drawing board and figuring out different creative ways that we can do that. And, and so, you know, it's always a work in progress for us. Right. Um, and we really feel like, you know, we have a great product that gives you multiple ways to get paid, um, getting you that working capital up front, getting you that cash flow, um, you know, that you need to, to grow and scale your business or fund an event or, or all those things. Totally. So, and then you don't have to worry about any of the payment plan process, right? Like that's the big headache for most right. people. That's why a lot of people are trying to get out of it. Um, and that's where we come in. So you're just so my people, Chase. Like I love your, <laughs> I love that your heart is in it. You're so passionate about this that you clearly are like just so well versed in this industry and that you're so detail oriented. If I love all that, <laughs> if someone wanted to, you know, they, they host events or they have digital products and they want to get started adding my abundant as an option on their checkout pages, what do they do? So you can go to www.myabundant.com okay. um, and fill out a get started um, 
uh, form on there and that'll notify our team. And, and, um, we usually do a sales call, um, to make sure that it's in alignment with both you and, and, and us. Um, and the process is super easy. Uh, it's just an application. We build out your links and you're, and you're off to the races. We don't have any, um, you know, monthly management fees or anything like that. We, we, you know, the only fee that we charge you is a, a simple 3%, um, management or platform fee per, per, you know, ticket that you sell or per product that you sell. Um, it's basically the same thing as you're being charged from Stripe or PayPal yeah, or these other thinking. companies that you're doing processing. So that's the basic, the same as the processing fee if we were to, yeah, use Stripe or PayPal. Yep. So it's yep. like, it's, it's the same, but it's you get more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so obviously we're obviously, you know, our goal is to help you grow and scale your revenue mm-hmm. and your business and also cut back on, you know, uh, uh, payroll costs for having to have employees manage those internal payment plans for you and have to, you know, right. um, or your own time, right? Like I, you know, one of the first things that, that one of my mentors taught me, um, when I first started to get into entrepreneurship was, um, uh, my time is most valuable. Right. And so he, he, yep. he, you know, he had me go, okay, what's your annual revenue goal? A million dollars. Okay, cool. Now that divide that by how many hours you want to work per day. And then, you know, so he had me do this, this conversion of like, okay, you're, you're worth $2,000 an hour based on how many hours you want to be working per day and your revenue goal. Um, this is your hourly rate. So charge accordingly. And I was like, wow, that's, you know, who, who, who charges $2,000 an hour? Like lawyers, doctors don't even charge that much. Right. Um, but that, if that's your goal, then, you know, you need to, to, you know, build your business and your life around that. And so if you're the one, if you're, if you're worth $2,000 an hour and you're the one that's doing all the payment management and collections within your own business, you're losing money. You, you, you can, your, your time is worth more than that, that you could be doing more revenue generating, um, activities. So that's our hope is obviously that we're getting you working capital up front. We're helping you cut costs um, internally, giving you back your time freedom, your your team's time freedom to be able to work on stuff that is actually moving the needle in your business. Um, you know, and and you know, being your back end retention team and and help with a little less stress in the lead up to an event because totally. it's a stressful totally. time in and of itself, totally. and to, to eliminate just a little bit of the stress during that time from the money side of things feels like a win-win to me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's our goal. So I will link up my abundant in the show notes so people know how to find you. Cool. Before we wrap up, because I know you're a personal development junkie, just like me, I want to know what you're reading right now. Ooh, that's good. Um, you know what you 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 caught me in a time that I'm not actually in a book at the moment. Um, I I mean I. What's the so last I'm, I'm, one you read? I'm a I'm a believer, um, and so I'm I I'm reading some uh, some books uh, in in regards to my faith. Oh, I love uh, right that. Now. So yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what you know. I go through I go through transitions of of times that I'm really you know obviously invested in 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 business and, and personal development and all that stuff. And then I'm going through kind of a, um, I'm so busy during the day mm. that I need that a little bit of reset to like, okay, I need to spend time, you know, in, 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 in with God in, in yes. that way. And so that's kind of what my, my time has been in my free time been spending. So obviously the Bible and I have some other, um, you know, books that I'm reading, um, in regards to my faith. So Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I do feel that sometimes there, there's a time when I need to be, I, and I just feel like open and available to be learning more, um, like increasing my capacity and other times where I just need to turn inwards and like less is more. And, yeah. uh, I love that you're doing that. One of my favorite from a, from a business or personal development books, one of my favorite is traction. I don't know if you've Ooh, read that I before, have not but read I, it. Yeah. I don't remember who the author is. I'll have to, um, you'll have to go and find that, but, uh, it's, it's such a great, I mean, if you're, if you're in a CEO position or you're, you know, an entrepreneur, um, trying to figure out how to structure, structure your business well and manage people well, such a good book. Um, so yeah. I love that. Today I finished the psychology of money. It was so good. Nice. And I started a hundred million leads by Alex Hermosi. 
So, and yeah. I'm very excited about that one. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And because you mentioned it, the podcast that I'm currently listening to is Chris Harder's. <laughs> oh, nice. It's like just one of, it's probably my favorite. And He's so good. Uh, oh, he is. Yeah. He's so, he's always in my ear in between when I'm like, he, uh, oh, I don't want to read know, a book today. I'm going to listen to Chris. <laughs> he was, he was one of the first guys. So I'm just kind of giving you a background of my relationship with Chris. He was, he was in the, uh, in the network marketing company that Kayla and I were in. Oh, okay. Um, and he was one of the first guys that I met. He was like one of the top income earners. And I was just like, that guy is awesome. <laughs> and, uh, I've gotten to obviously, you know, he's one of my best friends now. Um, and I've gotten to, to, um, you know, spend a ton of time with him, but he's just, he's, he's one of the good ones, man. Well, that's how I feel yeah. listening to his podcast. Wealth of information. Yeah. He's now, he's now in, in, you know, building a lending app. So we he have is. a lot of, in common there. So it's been fun, you know, just to, from a friendship standpoint of like being able to, we just get around and just spit, spitfire all of the stuff that we're learning. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. That's so, so fun to have that kind of history, yeah. but then also your paths are kind of converging and how your, yeah. um, your work life is going. So yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Chase, this has been an absolute pleasure. I can't wait for people to learn more about my abundant and you. I'll put your your links in the show notes. I appreciate you spending the awesome. time today here. I know you're yeah, super you busy as a CEO and founder of, but this has been really special. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I, I hope that uh, I provide a little bit of value for your audience and um, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, thanks for having me on. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Green Room Central podcast. If you loved this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and post it to Instagram and be sure to tag at Sarah Faithler and let me know why you liked it and what you'd like to hear or who you'd like to hear from in the future. That'll help me know what to create for you. The number one thing I'm asked by CEOs, whether it's their first event or their 20th, is Sarah, how do we get more butts and seats? And so I put together a guide for you. Head over to fillingevents.com for your free copy of 107 Ways to Fill Your Event. I want to help you quickly master event marketing for your events, even if you've never done it before. I've scoured the online business world and found 107 of my favorite strategies working right now to fill your next in-person or virtual event. Create the event promotion plan you need from these easy to implement customizable strategies for free over at fillingevents.com. I appreciate your commitment to leveling up and learning the mindset and strategy of live events. Keep going, keep learning. If you want more, head over to greenroomcentral.com for show notes and all the links from today's episode.